ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evening Drums. This is weird. Ordinarily by now we have questions, you know, only but so many of them are worth a damn, but questions nonetheless. We don't have a single question. I need to, I'm going to start by telling a story. And I hope by then people get up to speed. Anyway, um, I was on the subway a couple days ago. Got my headphones on. Not really paying attention. And these three dudes, you know, they look like they about to set up to do some sort of routine um, in order to earn money. And one thing you kind of learn real quick living here is how to become numb to performers and the likes. Because otherwise, you never get anything done to get any measure or level of peace. You wouldn't like you just learn how to just kind of allow people to exist um, in these spaces. Right. Like that's how it goes. So I'm posted up and people who do this regularly, you know what I'm talking about here. I got me a good door spot. You know what I'm saying? On the side where the door don't really open where I'm just, you know, you ain't even got to hold on to the pole. You know, you just lean. That's all you got to do. Just post up, right? It, it, uh, the post-up spot is very valuable on the train. So I posted up. I got my headphones on. And I figured out that they were going to do a mu- uh, uh, something involving something musical. Because I looked down, and the dude's got his little portable speaker. And he's trying to figure that out. And it was a white dude. It was a black dude. And a Latin gentleman. And they began to dance. But they was like using all the poles in order to dance. You got the vertical pole, you got like the kind of horizontal pole, you know, the I mean, yeah, the vertical pole down the middle, you got the horizontal joint that goes up above the top. And these dudes were doing all kinds of dancing um involving the pole. And I I will give them this. There is a degree of difficulty to subway pole dancing that I don't know if they have considered. I certainly had not considered it until it became germane to my life, which is you have to be able to do this while maintaining a radius that doesn't get anybody kicked in the face. Like I pulled out my phone and did a little bit of recording of this because I just needed somebody. I ain't even share it with nobody, but just in case it came up, I need an awesome verification that this has happened. Because these dudes are dancing on this pole, and, I mean, they got feet in the air and everything, and I'm just leaning back on this door like, man, please don't let this be like a mass traffic disaster where this door is not able to handle my massive physique. And then next thing I know, I'm hurling backwards into the train track, and I get a hole rail number three. Like, that's what I'm thinking, but it's the only option I got once these dudes are dancing on the pole and kicking their feet and they're doing it on all ends. And see, this is where it was like kind of wild to me. And in fact, as I discuss this, I'm going to watch this video on my phone because I feel like there's a detail that I'm not remembering um, about their appearance. And I can't remember what, but I do remember the white dude was like long haired. Um, but yeah, so so here's the existential question that i was left with um is it possible to dance on a pole but not be pole dancing can that be done 
if you were dancing on a pole, are you, by definition, pole? And I ask that because I don't believe that there was anything sexy or erotic that these gentlemen were doing while dancing on this pole. However, they were dancing on the pole, which was, therefore, pole dancing. And I have to say, I would say that the dancing they were doing, if I had to say what, like, category it fell into, you know what I'm saying, like, what genre, it was pole dancing. Okay, here it is. This is on Friday. Yeah, I mean, like, Buddy's doing backflips. And so, like, right here, he got both his legs over the, 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 the pole up on the top of the tray, and he was, like, doing this pelvic thing. And now I'm looking at it. He's on the vertical pole, and he was hanging upside down doing some sort of bicycle. And so then he gets off the pole. Like, it's almost like it's the birthday set. He gets off the pole, and then the white dude who's got on the, uh, the Kobe 9s, but, like, the Jordan 9s in the Laker colors, right? And then he gets on the pole. And, like, a whole way, yo, like, he just came so close to the camera. He almost hit me in the face with his ponytail. Yeah. And so then people came around, and they was giving him money. And I was torn because, in a way, I wanted to give him money because I did think that, I mean, they were doing fairly well. They seem, you know, they seem to be decent at their craft. But I'm rewarding you for almost kicking me in the face. Like, good job, only almost kicking me in the face. Yeah. A lot going on, man. Subway, a different animal. That's, that, that's basically the only thing I can tell you is the subway is a different animal. What do you know? In that time period, 15 questions came in. Way to go. Way to go. Let's go to your questions. Oh, but you know, in fact, before we go to your questions, Shout out to everybody that went ahead and got on uh, the Right Time Podcast that has returned. Check us out at the ESPN app, at the Apple Podcast, anywhere else that you can get podcasts. We had gotten up to like the top 15 um, on the iTunes charts in podcasts and um, had made it all the way to number one on the sports podcast. And I thank you for that. Although it was kind of humbling. Like I was number one, and then I looked at number two, and CJ McCollum was at number two. It said CJ McCollum was at number two, and they hadn't actually put out a podcast yet. Just in case you needed a reminder of who the real stars are. Anyway, let's see what we got here. With the controversy surrounding Roseanne, the character, being a Trump supporter, is there any other TV character from the past you believe would be a Trump supporter? You mean like just one? Just one. Really? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really so much feel like this is one of those things where it's like, hum, I wonder who it would be. I mean, like Archie Bunker is on line one. I think that would be the easiest one to go with. Here's my question, though. Do you think Carlton Banks would be a Trump supporter? 
Yeah, like Alex P. Keaton. For, yeah, for example, Alex P. Keaton absolutely voted for Donald Trump. But Carlton Banks, you think he voted for Trump? Now, Carlton Banks becomes a tricky one because he had all them years, like, hanging around Will. However, from what I can tell, Carlton didn't ever, like, stop hanging out with those other cats. He just spent a lot more time with his cousin. So what you think? Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil ain't voting for Trump. Nah, 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 nah. Uncle Phil ain't that type. Uncle Phil ain't voting for Trump. Who else? Somebody talking about our friends? Nah, nah, nah. He's like all the friends. Nah. Joey might vote for Trump. The rest of them ain't vote for Trump, I don't think. Nah, nah. Let's think who else? Like who else on black sitcom? Who you think vote for Trump and not telling nobody? I guess that's what we're going for here. Ooh, oh, yeah. The Kramer. Yeah. It's a good chance Kramer's voting for Trump. I can see that. I can see it. It do threw that out there like, is there a character that'll vote for Trump? 53% of people, of, of, well, not, of all people, but a whole lot of people vote for Trump. It ain't that hard to think of somebody that has a character who would do so. That's all I'm saying. The majority of television characters in America, the majority of that demographic voted for Donald Trump in 2016. So you ask me about what somebody who's rocking in like 1983 would do? Come on now. Appreciate the question. Let's see what else we got here. So I said, Balky, we get deported. I ain't thought about Balky in a minute. Yo, could you could you put that show on now? Like, could you could you make Perfect Strangers? Could you could you have a Balky on network television now? Or is it that you could have a Balky, but the Balky performance would just have to be a whole lot better? Wow, I had not thought about Balky in a minute. Like, I don't know if you saw the dude who did a thread, like the Michael Jordan thread, basically showing you know how weak comparatively the dudes from the 80s are compared to the players right now. And there is something to that. However, I wonder how much of that would also happen if we asked somebody to do something like watch an episode of Perfect Strangers and see the, whole, and see the homie Balky. And you're like, yo, y'all was laughing at that? Like, y'all was laughing at Balky? Everybody even trying to shame us for laughing at Balky. They appreciate the question. So I say you block Balky for your memory. Why you block Balky? I, I, I recall Balky bringing me joy, but I also feel as though if I was like seven or eight years old and I was rocking with your television show, your television show probably wouldn't do what it needed to do. Hey, so I know about the homie Alf. I really liked Alf. Alf, Alf was hot for like a year and a half, right? Then like, wasn't it like at the end of the second year they sent Alf back into outer space? Yeah, the homie Alf. Gordon Shumway. Wow. This is going to be a short episode of the Evening Jones. Looking at these questions. Oh, yes, Coach. Whoever, uh, Coach Hayden, Coach Hayden Fox. Hayden, yeah, Hayden voted for Trump. He, he was, he was voting for Trump. You think Danny Tanner was voting for Trump? Like, I understand they lived in San Francisco, but still. 
I feel like Danny Tanner could have gone anyway. Did they ever have it? Was there ever a black person on an episode of Full House? Like in retrospect, there was a black person on an episode of Full House. Who was it? Oh, so there's so, oh, okay. So like there were little, little black, I don't mean like little kids. You know what I mean? I mean like black people that was intended to have some actual line of dialogue. How about them? Oh man, y'all got Tip the Tool Man Taylor voting for Trump. Well, Tip the Tool Man Taylor in real life, as I recall, is absolutely on that program. Wow. This is turning to far more of an entertaining game than I ever thought it was. Let us think of some other people. I imagine J.R. Ewan would vote for Trump. Think so? Somebody said Frazier Crane. Nah, nah, not Frazier Crane. Frazier Crane's not doing that. Charles in charge. Yeah, I mean, we, we have reason to believe that Charles in charge would go in such a direction. Uh, Richie Cunningham. Like, keep it in mind that Richie Cunningham would still be in Wisconsin. Didn't Trump carry Wisconsin? So what you think? What you think Richie Cunningham got on it? Here's one that'll break your heart. What about Rocky Balboa? Yeah. Oh man, a whole lot of y'all got no doubts about Rocky Balboa. Wow. Wow. Does that change the way you guys feel about Rocky Balboa? Yeah, Tony Maselli. <laughs> George Jefferson, somebody asked if George Jefferson is voting for Trump. Have you ever watched an episode of the Jeffersons? No, George Jefferson ain't voting for Trump. No way. Tom Willis neither. He got to come back home. People talk about Mr. Belvedere. Come on, man. Mr. Belvedere Belvedere, all shaky papers. No way. What about Benson? Did you really ask about Benson? You think you think Benson was voting for Trump? Benson? Wow, I can't believe how much fun that was. Stringer Bell, entirely possible. In fact, just go ahead and say it. Stringer Bell, vote for Trump. Somebody said anti-cast cheers. No, uh, Diane Chambers would not vote for Trump. I don't think Rebecca Howe will vote for Trump. Everybody else, they vote for Trump. Al, yeah, Al Bundy. Oh, no, because Al Bundy ain't voting. I feel confident about that. Al Bundy ain't voting. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mike Seaver ain't voting either. I have not thought about these characters in so long. Like, I watch no television like that now, really. So I don't like, for this era, I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, Hank Hill. Yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Hank Hill from Texas, right? A.C. Slater. Nah. Ooh, I don't know, though. A.C. Slater, dad uh, in the military. Tough call. 
Someone said the entire cast of King of the Hill. I don't know. Uh, John Redcorn is a, is a, is a roll of the dice there. John Redcorn is quietly the best thing about King of the Hill. I'll answer this. Will the TV show and the podcast take away from the amount of the Evening Jones? Uh, it ain't going to increase it. That's probably the best I can tell you. It ain't going to increase it. Um, I'm going to do the best as I can on it. I'm trying to take a little better care of myself, and so this is probably something that to a degree would be a casualty of that. But, um, nah, I mean... I think I try to get, hey, we really get it done two, three times a month. I think I'll be able to maintain that. Dang, now I'm thinking of more people. They're more than would not vote Trump. Hmm. If you come up with anything else, let me know. What about Arnie Becker? Arnie Becker, L.A. Law. Who do you think Arnie Becker's voting for? Does I feel like Arnie Becker just voting with his taxes? Yeah, Arnie Becker would do that. I don't think the, the homie Michael Kuzak or what's your man's name? Victor Cifuentes. I don't think he's doing that. Somebody talk about Sipowitz from NYPD Blue. I feel like that's just about that whole cast right there. Like, in fact, the place where it might get dicey for you on this, you start going through some of these Law and Order casts. Who's Lady Briscoe voting for? I don't want to think about it. Do you want to think about it? I don't want to think about it. Sorry, I said Stable. Stable is my least favorite television character of all time, by the way. I don't think there's any television character I dislike more. Wow, it's a struggle in the questions. I feel like we got some first timers in here to keep asking all these questions about Trump. Like, easy, homie. <laughs> Block is blazing hot. Like, you hear how delicately I had to play to talk about potential television characters and who they vote for? What about Vinny Barbarino? So that's my mission, Sweat Halls. Oh no! Oh, not him. What's what's my man's name with the voice? Horshack. What about Horshack? Yeah, Joey from Blossom. That's whoa. That's another interesting question. Somebody said Chief Gillespie in the heat tonight. Isn't isn't uh, that in Mississippi? I feel like you asked Joe a question there. Like, I feel like the fun of this is trying to come up with the ones that'll be somewhat mysterious. How about this? How how disappointed would some of you be if you found out that Julie Sugarbaker from Designer Women uh, voted for somebody you may think she would vote for? 
Bull Shannon. Night Court. Somebody mentioned Night Court. Who do you think Bull Shannon's voting for? How about Dan Fielding? By the way, have you ever gotten the feeling that any prosecutor on television cared less about law and order than Dan Fielding? (laughs) Just a thought. (laughs) Like... Everybody else seemed to have some level of investment, passion, and dedication to their actual job. Dan Fielding didn't give a damn about no crime and punishment. So the Edgar Garrett of Facts of Life. That'd be a very interesting Facts of Life episode. Duty found out that Mrs. Garrett voted for Donald Trump, and now she don't know if she can trust her no more. I was here, was here, was here, was here, was here. Wow. I don't feel like answering no Kevin Williamson question, at least not the way these Kevin Williamson questions. Okay, I'll just say this about Kevin Williamson. Like, I'm going to just put this up here because I think it makes a, a notation or something in the timeline or whatever. But, yeah, so the Atlantic hired Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson gets hired, and people are like, hey, didn't that guy tweet that women who have abortions should receive the death penalty? Ooh, scorching hot take. Maybe a little too hot. And then people went and found more stuff that he said that was right in line with his belief that women who have abortions should receive the death penalty. And then the Atlantic was like, okay, block's too hot. It put out a statement that said, basically, we thought that that tweet he said was just like some flipping offhand remark. But we found out, no, he actually means this. And since he actually means it, now we've got to let him go. Yo, that is interesting, right? Like. I mean, it reached a point where they had to get out of it. That part I understand. That story is a wild one to try to tell, though. That is a fast, like, yeah, we 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 did we hired him to say things, but we didn't believe he meant these things that he said. What? Like that? Ooh, yeah, that's not exactly the way to explain yourself. Um, one would think that is what they went with. And so somebody's talking about like digging up statements from people's past. Yeah. I think with a lot of those things, though, it becomes less about digging up statements from people's past than it is. Do you mean this? Is this what you're about? And I do think that if you have a job like, you know, one they're giving Kevin Williamson, that's a fair question to ask. You know, like if you've got a view that is taken as being way far outside the mainstream, like way more than two standard deviations away from the mean, then, yeah, people are going to ask questions about that and see what the defense is, especially if what you're talking about is advocating for killing people. Right. Right. That being said, it raises the fair question that you're about to have discussions in the not-too-distant future. I guess the discussions, to a degree, have already begun about the idea of giving drug dealers the death penalty. And there are going to be people who agree with that. And if you have the belief that someone should receive the death penalty for selling drugs, 
What are we supposed to do with that? Right? But no, what the dude said is kind of wild. It's it's a little bit beyond what most people believe. Like way more than most. So I don't feel I don't feel like that was a witch hunt. Like I don't feel like there's somebody just digging it up. Especially not when the dude is like, yeah, that me. You heard me the first time. You know? And I think that that was probably the most beneficial thing that that dude could do. Because I imagine he's going to still get his money from the Atlantic. What are they going to say? We fired you for being who you were? The dude you were when we hired you? No. So he's probably going to get his bread. And then whatever bread it was that he was getting before for saying that stuff, he doesn't lose it because it doesn't look like he's a waffler. You know? So... I mean, in the end, this is probably a win for that dude in every way and a gigantic loss for the Atlantic. All right, appreciate the question. Let's see what else you got here. Wow. Amazing collection of things I have no desire to talk about. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um. Oh, why can I think? Why can I not think of his name? Why can I not think of his name? You know who I'm talking about. It is um. Damn! 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 damn. I just had it. Just had it. Oh, yeah, there we go. Marissa Tomei's character on a different world. You think she voted for Trump? I don't have a great answer there, but maybe. What about Kelly Kapowski? You guys think Kelly Kapowski is voting for Trump? Oh, you guys seem to overwhelmingly believe that Kelly Kapowski is voting for Trump. That's a bit of a surprise to me. Wow, you guys are like pretty certain of that. What about Mork or Mindy? Could Mork vote? Like, is that possible for Mork to vote? I got Laverne not voting for Trump. No. Shirley not voting for Trump. Laverne, yes. Yeah, Magnum P.I. I got him voting for Trump. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Somebody said Jack Bauer. I don't know. Tough call. Jack Bauer working intelligence, right? Trump had beef with them. So I said Remington Steele. I don't think Remington Steele allowed to vote. Right? Or am I just being a xenophobe? Ah, how about this? Cleo McDowell from uh, Coming to America. I know it's not a television show, but who do you think he's voting for? I can see him go either way. Yeah, what about Colonel Taylor off a different world? Which way y'all think he going? 
Huh. Let you guys think about that for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us here on the abbreviated version of the Evening Jones. I try to do this thing here about once a week or so. My man Lance Gilliam handles everything behind the scenes. Thank you. Remember, if you can't catch us live, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the iTunes store. Subscribe at Stitcher Radio. Check us out at SoundCloud. We're also at Google Play. Also, subscribe to the Right Time podcast, uh, the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, other place that uh, podcasts are given away for free. I holla at you. Take it easy.